just shut up, bitch. <laughs> but I just misunderstood you, I guess. Tuesday, Tuesday podcast episode 478. I'm Sam Ginsburg, and here is the corntastic day of podcasting. <laughs> Tyler Driveway. That was a weird one. I think what? of myself. What about corn? I think of myself as the fabulous, crabulous day of podcasting. So, uh, yeah, hey everybody, how's it going? Um, we're going to be talking about uh, beer. No, <laughs> um, indoor hops and cheese and corn, so there you go. I guess your uh, pun was more apt than I thought, huh, Samuel? Should have called them um, the Oh, one brother, one. it's frozen. I wonder if any of that got picked up. Did any of my did any of my great repartee make it through? Yeah, and then we were trying to have a conversation and you talked over us. We said some really oh, fuck you. stuff. Fuck you. Uh, so Sam's here, uh, you know, give me the business with his goddamn wife, Three Stacks. She's our third. Hey, Three Stacks. I can just go. Do you want me to go? <laughs> no, this is mostly... Beer, it turns out. You, you what? You might want to scooch closer to the microphone. Get up in there. Get up in there. Better. I don't know. I can't see the levels. I'm just assuming so. Fine. Hell yeah. Uh, what beer do you not want to drink, did you say? I couldn't hear you. I don't want to drink this beer. It's uh, Microphone Brewing's When You Say Wisconsin, um, which is a Wisconsin Kringle-inspired Berliner-style vice beer with cherries, cranberries, Bavarian cream, and cheesecake flavoring. And uh, Kringle? Kringle-inspired? Kringle, yes. Oh, Kringle's a Midwest thing. You should know that. Oh, I hadn't okay. heard of Kringle until I moved out here. What's Kringle? Um, are you familiar with a Danish? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Danish, but bigger. All right. Like, it's a big ring that you cut into pieces instead of eating as an individual snack. Fair enough. They're great. They are. I don't know how they're going to translate into sour beer. Sam's judging me so hard as I'm trying to open this beer. say anything. Using the wrong finger. I'm just thinking it's so loud. Yeah, this is not the first time that's made it onto the show. Probably won't be the last. It's every time. He hadn't brought it up in so long, and then he made fun of me for it last night. Well, to be honest, these decks, I think the solution is you just doing it right. Not wrong. It gets my beer open. No, it's definitely it's definitely wrong. Fine. <laughs> uh, this beer is 5.2% ABV. 5.25, sorry. Ooh. Um, it's very red. The head's got even a, a little pink tint yeah, to it. Yeah, it's got a nice, nice little pink head. So cringly. I regret saying that. That's... <laughs> if you hadn't called attention to it, we could skate right, skate right by it. Now everyone's thinking about my penis. Hi. Uh, Top Gun is what she meant to say. Sorry. That's just why you heard a bleep just now. Oh, man. I'm why is she concerned with the head of your penis? Just in that she's our only listener. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Also because I'm so good looking. Can you guys take a look at this? What is... 
That is not good. Good job, homie. I I take no responsibility for this. This is crazy. But um, before we get to just the incredible head on my beer, how's how's that beer over there? Um, it's very sweet and it tastes familiar in a way that I can't quite put my finger on. Kind of like a Kringle, maybe. It Fuck you. Fuck you. Like Kringle. Does it taste like Kringle? I mean, I can understand how how you could get Kringle from it. I wouldn't pick up Kringle if does I it taste Kringle. Does it taste but, more like Kringle or more like the component parts of Kringle? Probably more like just like the filling of Kringle, but it doesn't – it tastes like something, and I don't know I what that thing is. I can't stop smelling it. I haven't tasted it yet, but the smell is so familiar and so specific. Is it like Kringle? Crunch bears. Oh, crunch berries. It, yeah, but it's, it's crunch berries is what you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, you're right. Interesting. That's a crunch berry ass beer. <laughs> There's a taste at the end I don't like. Is it the cheesecake? <laughs> Probably. There's something unpleasant at the back of that. Well, uh, wash it away with your beer, because mine came out 75% foam. Sure, yeah. Um, I got the memo, so I also have a sour. I can see your beer, so I'm pretty sure you didn't. I was so close to buying a sour, too. Damn. You also got a bright red sour, right? Aw, twinsies. This is, this is a, little, a little darker, a little like more of a blood red than yours. A little yeah. more angry, like a dragon, maybe? People just can't stop talking about my penis on this episode. Um, so, this is... There's this fucking sticker over the name of the brewery. Drecker, I think? Yes, Drecker. Um, what so proudly we pert, spelled P-R-R-R-T. What? Why not what so proudly we ale? I think it's supposed to be like the sound of a rocket, because this is a rocket pop sour. Oh, all right, all right. I like that you're complaining about this sticker that you relocated here. Get him! Get him! Get him! Yeah, I don't know why 2 relocated a sticker. Oh, that smells bad. Oh. Did you give the can a gentle roll or two before opening? Oh, fuck me. It contains a significant amount of fruit. Oh. Um, I'm actually going to go get a bigger glass. No, you can't do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, two-second vamp while neither of us can drink our beer. Uh, I I truly think somebody must have shaken this up in the store, because it is crazy foamy. That is a wine glass. It probably holds less than a beer glass. I just am so badass. Doesn't doesn't this look like it should hold more than this? Sure does, but I don't think it does. I don't know, man. It's not my job to know these things. That's not why you bring me on the show. That TNA. So, so Sam, are you going to drink that or what? Well, oh, God, that's a smoothie. Is it a snowman smoothie? I'm trying to make it be mixed the way it's supposed to be mixed. Right. Oh, jeez. See, now look at the head on this. Ugh. 
That's fruity. <laughs> that's that's fruity, and I've made mistakes. It's fruity. Is it? So hold on, just so I know for sure, you that you're being Bill Cosby just now. <laughs> yeah, you know my hero, my icon, Bill Cosby. Speaking of Bill Cosby, the ABB yeah. on this. Oh Jesus. Um. Difficult to find. Okay, cool. Um, but I will tell you that there is a little thing that just says gimmicks. Blueberry, raspberry, tart, cherry, pineapple, and lime. So it's nice uh, to know that they know what's up. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. So I have from Tall Tales Brewing Company, Sinnoh Saison. Now, is Sinnoh a video game thing? Sinnoh, S-I-N-N-O-H? Yeah. That's a region in Pokemon. That's what I thought, because it... And the Generation 4, I think, maybe? I didn't, I didn't play that, but I got the Pokemon feeling, because the can art looks like a map of a Pokemon's region. Um, you know, I, I'm only familiar with the Kanto region. Show it to me. Show it to me. Yeah, I totally can see that. Yeah. Um, but it is a Saison. It's 6% ABV. It poured with just a wild head. Um, mainly similar size bubbles, I would say. It's a kind of straw color. Smells uh, yeasty and clovey. And it tastes a little, a little corny and clovey, I would say. Um, it's corn. It tastes more like corn. It's got the juice. It's got, it's got the juice. This has Brondo. This has what plants crave. Uh, I think we're jumping metaphors here. Have you ever seen here. a more beautiful thing? What? Have you ever seen a more beautiful thing? No. Okay. <laughs> I think we're jumping all over the place here. But well, this I'm making a, the same reference over and over again to a thing I'm quite certain you haven't seen. Well, I just keep saying the same thing. Yeah. Nope, you say the same thing. I say different things. God, this is this is stupid. Um, this beer tastes more like corn than I would expect for a Saison. So, that's a little odd to me. Have you tried it with butter? I can't wait to meet that, Dad. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. That's nice. Uh, speaking of corn, let's go to our first article from WLWT.com. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much is this getting picked up? Uh, Maybe, uh, probably like a 6 or 7. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, so, WLWT.com, they're trying it with butter, because there's a giant beer festival in the middle of an Indiana corn maze. I wish... I wish this article had more information, but it's probably 60 words long, so it's tough. Yeah. Uh, there's a corn maze beer fest. It takes place on an 80-acre corn maze um, behind North Brewing Company in Indiana, I guess. Um, it offers unlimited beer samples all day. That's pretty cool. Uh, so let's just speculate wildly about it, because that's yeah. a responsible journalistic thing to do, given the fact that we have no details. Right. I do you think that all of the um the places that you can get samples of beer are within the maze such that you have to explore the maze to find the beer. See, that's what I want. I want you to have to like go through the maze and just stumble across breweries like down random corners. What I don't want it to be is like you go into like 
the entrance and the breweries are there, and then you can go through the maze if you want, you know? I think it's probably even worse than that. My guess is all around the maze there are breweries, and you just go in and do the maze and come out, and then you can just do a lap of the thing, and they're stuck. Yeah, see, that sucks. I want people lost in here for days. I think what would be better than a beer maze is a beer labyrinth. Uh-huh. My understanding of the difference is that you find your way out as opposed to through. So I just really would like it if at you started, they started in the middle somehow, they drop you in via helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and there's all the beers there. And then everyone gets wasted. And then, good luck. See, I thought the difference was that in a maze, you find your way to, like, the end. Whereas in a labyrinth, you're chased down and consumed by a bullheaded man-god. Like David Bowie. <laughs> now we're definitely jumping around. Um, so, like, if you were, what if you, what if they combined the two and you were chased from one brewery to the other by a man with a bull's head? And what if they added the, like, underlying um, sexuality of all the stuff we're talking about and there's one dead end that's just a fuck nook? And you, you turn the corner and you're like, oh, 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 that's an orgy. Oh. I didn't think we had any underlying sexuality to this conversation. What? I said David Bowie. You did. That's true. Automatically gets everybody horned up. Uh, I don't know. So, unlimited samples, that's nice. How does, that, how does the $60 price compare to, like, other fests, Samuel? Uh, I mean... That seems comparable given inflation. I feel like we've usually paid like forty-five to fifty dollars for a beer fest, but the last one we went to was probably three years ago. Yeah, but this is in Indiana, where I just assume everything is cheaper, or else everyone would leave. Uh -huh. What's in Indiana? Do they have any anything? What they got? Indianapolis. Right. Speedway. They, they got a Speedway or something, right? Speedway. Driven by the Speedway. We got beer right by that Speedway. Can't wait to meet that Speedway. Does your Speedway cook? Uh, <laughs> I I like a corn maze. I gotta be honest. Um, in fact, a yearly thing Beck and I do is go to Pfeiffer Orchards nearby, and we get our pumpkins, and uh, we go through the corn maze. Um I think it's fun as hell, especially since I get really high first. Uh, and I think it would be a similar experience here. I would I would kind of be down to go to this, as long as it's like the you got to wander through the whole maze type dealio. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, this sounds really fun to me. Um, it also seems like a really rare occasion. Just everything that we do now is like through the lens of parenthood. It sounds like a rare thing where... I could get drunk, and also <laughs> it would be fun for the kids. Uh, well, yeah, only the older one, but like she could, she could run around in this, and I could lose her, and that would be fun. For <laughs> yeah, three stacks would that be fun for you? Uh, that sounds like the worst idea. I feel so very bad for the staff that have to make sure everyone's out of this corn maze because, <laughs> like, we've been to brew fests that seem like they are of comparable size, where, like, by the end, people are, like, falling asleep under trees. We definitely like, saw that lady asleep under a tree with a lit cigarette in her hand. Oh, shit. Just, like, you're about to burn down the zoo. I just have to assume that 
by the end of this, there are people just, like, lost in the maze. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, off the path in corn hedges. How do you think, how do you think they uh, track people down? Do you think they just send people through the maze, or do you think they use drones? I just figured one match, and then whether they're <laughs> or not, they're not a problem tomorrow. That's true. Sam knows how to keep his costs down. Seems like that's how they close down the corn maze every year. They burn it. Corn maze in what early October? That seems. I don't actually know when corn harvests take place. Well, the corn harvest is over. Okay, so then yeah. But like light it up, baby. But like haunted corn mazes are a thing. Oh yeah, that's like, true. Like people want to go into a corn maze. Hey, how do you think they get haunted? Them. You burn people <laughs> alive. This year, corn maze brewfest. Next year, haunted corn maze. That's true. It's a, it's a, you know, that's a sustainable uh, uh, tourist type dealio. It's a sustainable business model. You, you reap what you sow, and that includes souls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, what are, what are you two souls been up to? Um, my folks are in town. Oh, is that why we're recording so early? Uh, uh, Indirectly. Th- there are a series of reasons. Oh, um, also, I, I meant to say to you before, um, happy belated New Year. I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, oh, I did eat an apple today. No honey, though. Tonight. By which I mean two nights ago. Uh Anywho, um, so the grandparents are meeting the grandkids, which is, uh, I don't want to say why you heard so much screaming, <laughs> but I will say that there's probably a correlation. No, they met, they met the first one already, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. She does a lot more stuff now. Right, 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 right. And they, and they hadn't, Emily was pregno the last time they were here. Sure's. Um, so a lot of it's just been, uh, hanging out with them and, like, getting some chores done while they watch the girls and also, uh, not getting that many chores done, unfortunately. (laughs) Sick. What you been up to? No, no, can't get away with it that easily. Um, so... Ah, shit, I had a question. You drove it out of my head, you... Sneaky little pickle. Now all I can think of is what I'm doing, which is uh, not hanging out with Jed. Um, Jed is at those fields, like, a tenth of a mile away from me, and said, um, here I am. Dude, you could have canceled. I feel like little butt cheese. No, 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 no. It's not It's not you at all. I. Uh, it's kind of funny. So Jed emailed me, like, two months ago, because I put the, the fear of God in him about not telling me when he's in Delaware. So he he texted me, like, two months ago, and I just didn't get back to him this time for, like, a while. And then, like, two days ago, I was like, oh, you're going to be around. I got to work. Sorry, bro. (laughs) And so I was just trying to make you feel bad. But it is funny that he's so close by as we're recording, and he's just, like, doing his own thing, you know? Can he, like, pop by after, you think? I don't know. Maybe. I don't really know what his shedgy is. You like that I said shedgy? Uh, I can text him. You could. You like that you said shedgy. <laughs> That's true. 
So, oh, I remember my question. So when they come by, is it mostly just, like, they just, like, hang out at your place and, like, interact with you and the children? Or do you, like, go places? We we went to the park. Sick. That was about it. Yeah, we we had talked about um, going to a bar that's, like, a, a family-friendly type bar. Right. Um, to have some beers and, and, and hang out there, but... They're just such a handful. Oh, yeah. they really gross all weekend. Yeah, so we haven't we haven't wanted to go anywhere. Uh, like we would want to be, do outdoor seating somewhere, and it's been too gross yeah. outdoor seating anywhere. So it uh, just didn't happen. I guess uh, another question. So before you had children and they came to visit, wh- where what would you do? Would you go out places or just hang around? They didn't come to visit nearly as much. <laughs> uh, well, That's weird. That's weird. There are no kids, but I mean, I used to go back home, and by I, I mostly mean us. Um, us would go back home for Thanksgiving, but I mean, they came out for like a week in the summer, at least two or three times. But do you like do stuff with them, or is it just like chilling out at the pad? I feel like it's mostly they are like we don't want to interrupt your normally scheduled activities, so they just like would tag along to stuff that we were doing. Like what? Like we had a Frisbee game, and they're like, go to your Frisbee game, and we'll be the parents sitting on the sideline. All right, all right, all right. Adult children. Or, like, we would go through the hedge maze and fuck. (laughs) It would be like, go get them. Well, they... Once or twice. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I was just curious. Like, uh, if, if it changed at all. But not really. They're still just tagging along with what you'd be doing, and what you are doing is now just way more boring. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do when you're parent? Oh, sorry. Parents don't like it. Never mind. Um, should we do an article? True. Correct. They don't. Uh, yeah. What's an article equivalent to my parents not loving me? Um, let's go with InsideHook.com. How and why to pair beer and cheese... So this is sneakily actually just an ad for a dogfish head. Uh, they're coming out with some new crazy fucking shit. Um, the Perfect Pairing, which is a, a hazy pale ale that's, quote, scientifically engineered to pair with uh, sharp cheddar cheese. So I don't really care about that so much. You know dogfish head's going to do what dogfish head does. But... Um, the the frame for this article is like, hey, you can pair beer and cheese, not just wine and cheese, and here's maybe some suggestions on how to do that. So hey, I have an article for you from two decades ago. Yeah? Do you? Did we? Bearing, just pairing beer and cheese is not new and interesting. This this makes it sound like it's a, it's a, a, a fresh new idea. Yeah, this makes me wonder if um, this is because we live in Wisconsin. Is this a thing in other parts of the country? Tyler, correspondent from other parts of the country. Oh, I gotta say not really. Um, So, like, I've been to not nearly as many, like, brew fests as you have. I have been to a couple, though, where cheese was on hand. But it wasn't, I don't know, it was more of just, like, a snack thing, not a, like, a, a, like, pairing thing, necessarily. I do think, being from Wisconsin, you probably have more of a relationship with the alcohol and the cheese than other places do. You mean, like, 
the annual beer fest called the Isthmus Beer and Cheese Fest. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, Liz. I think Vermont probably has a lot of beer and cheese pairings, too. In fact... You probably do cider, you cucks. You might be right about that, to be honest. Um, but, like, the, the cheese that this is this beer is uh, supposed to pair with is a cheese from Vermont. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, I definitely think it's more common in places with more of a dairy culture. Uh, because it's a good pun if you meant it to be a pun. Let's say I meant it to be a pun. A bravo. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh, it says you should taste the cheese first, then the beer. But it also says you can also do the opposite. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much that really. Yeah. I would like to uh, take a small spoon and dig a little divot out of the cheese. <laughs> And pour the beer in it, and then eat it as one bite. Oh, you that's... say that. But remember that time you ate a bowl of PBR and cheese curds, and you almost threw up? I didn't almost throw up. I just wanted to throw up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the next one is compliment the intensity of the beer with the cheese. I think that's just kind of a normal tasting note, though. Like, everything is like, don't drink a double IPA with, like, a salad, because you're just going to taste the double IPA. And that or... goes... Do drink a double IPA with a salad because you're just going to taste the double IPA. I suppose that's true. Depends on the salad. I like a I like a nice like a fuck. What's the word? Like a chef salad. So good. It's basically just a deconstructed sandwich. Uh, but you eat ham. Don't you eat ham on a chef salad? I guess you could do turkey. Well, I yeah. I mean, I don't eat it anymore, but. I, I liked it. It's just it's just a ham sandwich that somebody has, like, cubed into tiny little pieces. Do you remember Meat and Cheese Cup? Yes. Man. No follow-ups. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, core memory unlocked. Um, <laughs> uh, Ghost Heartburn is in, has entered the chat. Uh, it says, uh... What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Are you enjoying this three stacks? Are you good? <laughs> okay. I'm having a fantastic time. And then it says match cheese texture with bubbles. Uh, so if it's a it's a creamier cheese, you want a bubblier beer. That's the opposite of matching. Well, I guess. Well, it depends what. What do you mean by opposite of matching? But it could be like matching. Be describe how you find. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, what's your definition of matching? Because you could say like match this with its opposite, and that's still matching, right? That would be complimenting. I feel like that's what they want you to do is compliment, where it's like you want a creamy cheese with like a bright, bubbly beer. All right, all right. A sticky, smooth beer and a sticky, smooth cheese. Oh, I, I can't imagine wanting a sticky, smooth beer paired with any cheese. What about my foot like, like a toffee stout? I, I mean, can't imagine being good with any cheese. Yeah, I guess like not not like a sticky sweet like a like a Belgian. I feel like is a you don't oh, get a okay. lot of bubbles in a Belgian. You get a lot of very smooth. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. Uh, creamy beer notes, and I feel like you don't want that with like a butter casa, for example, unless um, Jerry has so <laughs> lovingly cut up the butter casa for yeah. you. So Remember then, Jerry, right? Remember Jerry? You met Jerry. Jer- Jerry? Kind of. 
Gary was on the podcast once. Was he? You loved him. Did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. He used to run Roundhouse, and now he's doing better. Oh, for- yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot his name was Jerry. As soon as he said he used to work at Hophouse, oh, man, he was a shit. Let's get him back on. What a cool bro. I honestly, about one in five times I go to Hophouse, one of the bartenders I know says, Jerry was just in town, man. And I'm like, he has my fucking number. He could tell me when he's in town. I know that game. Oh, boy, I remember Jerry now. What a champion. Um, so then it goes on to give you some beer and cheese pairings, and they are, they're so, like, highbrow, like, who has these fucking cheeses? I was like, oh, I'll see, like, some, like, Gouda and, like, some cheddar and stuff. Uh, Emmental, Mimolette, Camembert, Et Poissy, Pont l'Evêque. Particularly highbrow cheeses. We we might need to check our Wisconsin privilege. These are cheeses we could, most of which we could get with ease. I mean, I, like some of these I haven't heard of, but like Emmental is just a mild Swiss cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could get Brie Emmental, and like that's it around here. Like I could maybe track down some Camembert if I really tried, but the rest of these, uh, uh-uh, uh, not happening. I could listen to you try to speak French for my whole life. <laughs> That's all. All right. Well, I, all I was trying to say is, out here in real America, it's a little hard to get your fancy liberal cheeses. Yeah, I like to gra- crack open a peeper and chuck down a craft single. <laughs> so my thing with beer and cheese pairings, because we've, like, done attempts at beer and cheese pairings before. Yeah. And I don't feel like I've ever had the experience. I, I shouldn't say never, but I don't. I don't think my general experience is this beer and this cheese really bring out the best in each other. It's usually just like I like beer and I like cheese, and I like beer and cheese together. Like I do think broadly they complement one another, but I don't think there's specific styles that go with specific varieties in a way in the way that they're kind of saying it should be. And if I maybe if I class here. That wouldn't be the case. Here's here's a deep dark secret for me. I feel that way about beer and a lot of food pairings, and I think it's because I got that garbage old schnauzer, which affects my tastes. But I've never been like, oh yeah, oh I gotta have this and this together. That's the only way to like enjoy these separate flavors, you know. The, the only one that I'll give it up for is um, hoppy beers and spicy food. Sure, sure. You see that on every list, and that is a home run. But a lot of the time you'll see like um like red meat and a brown egg right right like that and uh, yeah whatever like yeah yeah they're not more than some of their parts usually yeah that's i don't know that's that's the history i have so it kind of extends to the cheese stuff too you know what i'm saying three sex your opinion um i don't i feel like they're I feel like we have had cheeses and beers where it's like, yes, these go together very well. And then sometimes that is not the case. But it's also tough. Maybe other parts of the country also don't experience this. In Wisconsin, like every craft brewer you go to, you can get a charcuterie board. Yeah, not the same. Yeah, apparently we're we're different folks. Or even uh, just a cheese board. Or just a cheese board. Um Although I will say, I think that's getting more popular. 
that that sort of style. But go on. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Most of U.S. culture is kind of catching up to Wisconsin. Right, right, right. Sure. Um, but I feel like unless you're getting a flight and like picking your cheeses and picking your beers accordingly, you're not going to get that experience because you're just going to get like a pint of whatever the the flagship IPA is, and then you've got six cheeses, and you're like, mm-hmm. some of these are better than others. And they all are are good with this beer because beer and cheese are good together. Right. This smoked cheddar is good with everything because this smoked cheddar is dope. Smoked cheddar rules. It's very good. Smoked sriracha cheese is all for Sam. Don't give me that sriracha cheese. Sriracha cheese. I like a spicy cheese. What's the basis? What's the base cheese? It's something mellow. It's like a brick cheese, I think. Yeah. I would try that. I don't always love hot cheeses, but sometimes they're good. Does hot cheese sound like a sex act you would have heard about in middle school that no one really does? Big time. Did I ever tell you about when Lucas tried to write that essay using a whole bunch of, like... Hot Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. only have you told me, you've told the listeners. Oh, well. Three stacks looked interested. Done. Three stacks looked interested for a second. Uh, interested isn't the word I'd go with. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of stuff and junk, I guess I've been doing things. Have I been doing things? I don't know. Having We're gonna Jed get near you doesn't count as doing. Having things. Jed near me, that's true. I'm gonna go to another wedding. I finally feel like I'm catching up to weddings. For a while, nobody was inviting me to weddings. It was like you, and that was it. And then I went to this one in Vegas, and then I'm gonna go to another one in. Oh shit! In Indiana. Oh, that's weird. I guess I'll report back from there. Is it is it in this place during this time? I don't. I think probably the uh, the maze will be done by then. It's in November, so it's still like a month away. It's in fact, it's almost exactly a month away. If you if you really if you really rush, you might be able to get in there while it's still on fire. That's true. You're right. I can add my soul to the the haunted uh, maze next year. I'm I'm excited about this one because it's Becca's friend, and I have no responsibilities. So that's interesting. I mean, I know that you don't like having the the groomsmen responsibilities, but I definitely think that it's more challenging to be the plus one than the main one. Yeah, why is that? Um, because like if I'm at a wedding and it's like three sacks and three sacks of friends. Like, I feel like I need to follow her around or else I'll get lost and confused. Oh, yeah. And if she is, like, talking to some people and I don't want to, like, butt in or, you know, overstay my welcome, it's just like, I guess I'll just sit at the table and get drunk. That's not being a very good party guest. But I, I just don't have the, um, I don't have the necessary degree of charisma to be like, hey, you also look lonely. You want to talk? So I just sit by myself. I see. I see. Well, I'm definitely not one of those people who makes, like, temporary friends, you know? Um, like, I feel like Zach is a huge temporary friend guy. Yeah. You know? I'm still not sure if we're real friends. Or That's true. just keep running into each other. Right. You know, my friend Matt, whose wedding I was just at, big temporary friend guy. Um, so it's not like that, but, like, I don't mind just sitting at the table getting drunk and eating free food. You know? I'm enjoying that. 
With Becca or by yourself? Either. Take your pick. Dealer's choice. And now, is it rude to just, like, put in headphones and listen to a podcast while you're doing it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's unacceptable. Okay. <laughs> that's unacceptable. Am I remembering correctly that at Dan and Ann's wedding, you just disappeared for a while, and I found you, like, 25 minutes later just chatting with some middle-aged ladies outside? Yeah, that happened. That's it weird. was so hot in there, and I wanted an excuse to be out in the cool, and uh, they thought I was good-looking, because uh, they're smart. <laughs> I danced with Mike Morris. Yeah, we're, we're both winners. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean, I don't. I I understand what you're, you're saying about like not really knowing people there, and that can be kind of uncomfortable. Uh, but I don't. I don't care. I don't care about that. I just don't want to be the weird loner, but also I don't want uh, to put three stacks in the position where she feels like she has any power in the relationship. Sure. So I can't carry yeah. that le- level of leverage. Oh, that's so Sigma male of you, dog. I feel like you lucked out with um, my friends' weddings in that most of the weddings that I've brought you to have been, like, my friends from grade school. So all of the parents are also there. So, like, you just talk to my friends' parents instead of making, making well, friends. What wedding? cool like that. But what wedding are you at where the parents aren't there? Well, like, it's, I had a group of, like, four very close friends growing up, and then, like, they've invited each other's parents. So there's Oh, parents. oh, I see what you mean. Or I see what you mean. From, from the original couple. I see what you mean. I was like, well, well yeah, like, obviously their family's going to be there. <laughs> it's not so lucky. But I, I get what you're saying. My parents at Mary's wedding. I mean, I'll talk to Anita Garvert whenever I have the opportunity to talk to Anita Garvert, and that's been probably a half dozen times. Is she a cool bro? Ask Jed about Anita Garvert. I think he has a crush on her. I think he's probably forgotten about her, but he, like, latched on to her yeah, hard big, at big our time. wedding. It was adorable. Is she the one who told me she liked him better than me? Probably. She did. <laughs> Somebody came up to me after the, after the you know, the toast or whatever, was like, I'm on Team Jed. And I was like, fuck you. Was it me? That sounds like something <laughs> I would have done. No, some, some older lady. I don't know. Probably you need a Garver. Don't Could let be. her hear you call her older. I didn't say old. Is that enough? Did I do it? That was like five minutes, right? Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that one. I've only been to like one other wedding because I was at your wedding, obviously. Best man, super uh, super important. Had so much to do, so many responsibilities. Couldn't relax at all. I'm just kidding. I had barely nothing to do. I like nerves the whole time. I no, I was super relaxed. It was really funny. Like I sat with you in that changing room for like five minutes, and then I like didn't lose the ring, and then gave a speech, which I do for a living. And I was like, "This is fucking easy. I don't know why people get their balls in a twist about it." Um, but I was at yours, and then I was at Matt's, where I was in the the bridal party, and then Lucas's, where I wasn't. So um, I'm excited to get back to just that that parasite life. Let's go on to our next article, shall we? Mm. Uh. From Nature, speaking about parasites, Nature.com, cheers to the first beer made entirely from indoor hops. I'm surprised that this hasn't been done before. I am quite confident it has been done before. 
Okay. Just not in a way that's been, like, validated. Well, um, Ana Saez Garcia uh, used a hydroponic technique to uh, grow hops. She has a company called, I don't know, Ekonoki or something like that. Ekonok? I don't know. Um, but they're they're basically a hydroponics facility, and uh, they do a lot of research into, like, growing microgreens and shit with, like, no soil. And so they grew some hydroponic hops and uh, brewed beer with it. Um, they can grow, apparently, uh, four times as much uh, hop in their hydroponics facility as you can outdoors, because they can do, like, four harvests a year. Because they can, like, manipulate light and make the hops think they're doing different things and all sorts of crazy shit. The sun is what we want the sun to be. We're God in here. Pretty much. Just go to uh, that uh, brewery in Philly we talked about last last week. Oh, yeah, idiots. What are you doing growing hops (laughs) in the street? Dumb, dumb. Yeah, stupid morons. Um, So. Don't let the cops see that there's no snow on the roof. Yeah, that's for real. Three Stacks knows what's up. Weirdly, insider take from Three Stacks. (laughs) She knows what's up. Uh, But, so, speaking of that, I was going to say, this reminds me a lot of, like, a weed grow up. You know? It's, like, the same thing. And it's, there is, so, like, now that I'm out of Humble, I'm not really involved in the conversation anymore. But out there, people were always, like, talking about, like, what's better, like, hydroponic, like, indoor grows or, like, natural outdoor grows. And it was, it was, you know, uh... The arguments were like, well, you can do more because you can make more yields, but it's like you get better quality if it's like out in the ground or whatever. And I wonder if there's going to be a similar sort of split with uh, with the hops. I would, I would really like if there were some, and maybe for weed there is. You you have to enlighten me. There to be some like objective chemical analyses you could do on the product to say. Oh, this is this is a B plus grade hop, and that's the best you can get here. But if you're outdoor, you can get an A grade hop, something like that. I don't know. I don't know enough about hops to be honest. So they do like you know THC testing for weed. I don't know how valid that is. To be honest, I kind of I'm not a scientist, but I have always kind of doubted the validity of those like THC tests. I don't know. But also. Even if they're totally accurate, that doesn't tell the whole story. Right. Because, like, there are different, different highs, different fields. That would be like saying the only test you need to do for hops is, like, an alpha acid test. You could definitely do an alpha acid test, but it being more bitter doesn't make it higher quality. Right. It's just an element. Yeah, well, again, I think you're running into similar similar problems. You know, how do you test the, the, the quality of, like, a a piece of produce. I don't know. Somebody probably knows somewhere. I guess we have to do like that YouTube video you showed me and smoke that lettuce. <laughs> what? Uh, some some guy like 10 years ago or something was talking about how cigarettes aren't bad for you, specifically smoking is bad for you, and if you just rolled up a leaf of lettuce and smoked it, you'd get <laughs> just as sick as if you smoked cigarettes. And it was a senator or some shit. Yeah. Senator... House of Reps, I forget. I think it was House of Reps. And then I mean, they auto-tuned it. Inhaling carbon is bad. So that's true. 
But also, like, smoking lettuce isn't addictive. Yeah, he seemed to not really understand that. Yeah. Unless there's something wrong with you. Maybe it is. Maybe for, like, a subsegment of the population. Yeah, it's my, it's my fetish. So I'm addicted to smoking. <laughs> but the average American wouldn't be. I think there's too much water in lettuce to smoke it anyway. They might have said something about drying it. He didn't say it. drying it. Okay. But I feel like if you, like, if you if you hung a bunch of lettuce in a smokehouse, it would shrivel up to nothing. It's like 85% right. water to begin with. Yeah. Why did he choose lettuce, specifically? I think he might be dumb as shit. <laughs> okay. That could be the reason. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, you know people do use uh, corn husks as rolling papers? That makes sense. I mean, following in the great tradition of tamales. Yeah. It's more common with, like, homemade, like, cigarettes. I don't know a whole lot of people who are who are smoking corn doinks, but I do know some people who roll, like, uh, huskers, you know, like with tobacco and stuff. Yeah, we use every part of the corn. Exactly. Uh, this is America, baby. We are corn. Yeah, man, corn dance. We respect the corn. We have to use... Use all of the parts. Corn sacrificed itself for something. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. Far all over the place. Uh, can we be under the place? Can we be done? Or are we, like, under time? Both, man. We that was sick. Sick. <laughs> it's awesome. I feel bad. Uh, it's, it is kind of a short episode, but I ain't done shit. We don't get paid by the minute, dog. We can just wrap up. Yeah, but uh, Top Gun's going to be so disappointed in us. Also, I think one of my employees listens every once in a while. Hey, Todd. <laughs> yes. Completely off. Well, I'm not believing it. Indonesian woman. Wow, bigoted. It's not, it's not an Indonesian woman could be named Todd. Uh, actually, that's a funny story. I went to school um, at HSU with a uh, an Indian lady. Who goes by Todd? Is it is it her? Yeah, uh, well, I don't think Indian and Indonesian are the same, despite how close their countries are spelled. Wait, is it, but you didn't say no. You should, you should email that her this MP3. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, because we were really close friends then, and I've only maintained contact with her in the six years since I left that institution. Rate your beer, please. Uh, I just want to say before we end the episode okay. that... Um, uh, because you had, like, a third of your beer. I've had more than a third of my beer. Um, Three stacks. If you want to give your opinions on everything, that could that could bump us up to another 15 minutes. It's mostly been Sam and I talking over each other. Right, right, right. I just keep getting distracted because I keep trying to look at the computer to see um, Tyler's beautiful face. And getting distracted by the the little thumbnail of um, Sam's video, which has his name in the bottom corner, and I'm just in the Mike Wazowski of podcasting over here. <laughs> I'm like directly behind Sam's Sam's name in the bottom corner. Well, I, I, probably not for him though. Yeah, but I'm the but, main character in my story. Right, obviously, obviously. I wonder if I flip video or something. I feel like you can move that thumbnail, but maybe not in Skype, because Skype is... Um, I actually... I'm very I, afraid I will actually hang up on him if I do. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. I just... 
That's a it's a cute little Easter egg for anyone who's continued to listen to forty two minutes of this nonsense. I do I do find myself looking at myself on like work calls, but I don't have that problem when we do this show or D eight because I'm so invested, you know. Yeah, definitely the same thing with work calls, and I just like catch myself flexing because that's just normally what I yeah. do myself. Right, but. I just keep getting raises, so why would like, I stop? Why, why does this man never wear a shirt on Zoom? <laughs> why, why do I want some pepperoni pizza all of a sudden? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Alright. Three stacks, you start. Oh, uh, no. Alright. I put my can behind me, and turning is difficult. I'm in my 30s now. Um, I had a microphone brewing. When you say Wisconsin, a lot of words, Kringle-inspired Berliner Weiss. Um, this beer is weird. It's not, it doesn't feel sour enough to be an actual sour of any kind. Um, it's just very fruity. This is a fruit ale with, like, a little bit of sourness. Which they're trying to pass off as like a cream cheese vibe. I don't hate it. I probably wouldn't buy it again. Um, I would give. Fuck, it- we have three more of those. <laughs> Shit, isn't that the worst? And you know I'm gonna be the one that drinks them, even though you like it better than I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these do have wine vibes, so maybe these can be wine bath. Should you talk about wine bath? Did Should I talk about wine bath? Yeah, too. You talk- don't care about wine bath. Is it like a, a a shower beer, but the the other thing? I mean, yeah, it's that I've decided that um, I need to take care of myself as a person. So now on Friday, oh. I take a bath and um, drink some wine. Did you think she meant masturbating? What? No, 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 no. Of course That's not. That's really embarrassing. The only way, uh, the only time I've seen you be that embarrassed looking is when you think about uh, females having fun. I hate it. I'm essentially the Ben Shapiro of this podcast. Um, if you're enjoying sex, you need to see a doctor. That's true. Uh, according to my wife. Uh, no, no, I wasn't embarrassed. I I just really enjoy the fact that three seconds, you're like, I gotta take care of myself. Should I, like, I don't know, like, get more sleep or, like, exercise or, like, or, like, eat or whatever. It's like, no, I'm just gonna do, like, the stereotypical mom thing. I'm just gonna, like, light some candles and fucking drink in a water. I'm a, I'm a mom now. I drink in water. Yeah. Do you have, do you have, like, a It's Wine O'Clock poster somewhere? Or, like, not poster, like, a little piece of wood maybe by your oven or something? Oh, uh, we, we have, uh... We have one, one word sign in our home. Um, it's in our bathroom and it says Fart Zone. Okay, I'll accept that. I'll allow it. Uh, but yeah, the weird thing is I don't even really like wine. I just <laughs> like, I need to drink wine in a bathtub. I, and I'm a mom. I'm a mom head. now. This is what I must do. I gotta forget every actor and drink wine in the tub. She already forgot every actor. <laughs> Maybe there's some tykes kicking around out there. <laughs> Anywho, how was your beer? Um... This this beer was fine. I'm going to give it a 6.2, which is arbitrary and has no bearing on how I actually feel about this beer, Rad. as we've established on this show many times. 
Um, and I am going to once again recommend it to Jed specifically. I feel like every time I have a sour, I just recommend it to Jed. That's fair. I had uh, Tall Tales Sino uh, Saison, excuse me, 6% ABV. Um, this was fine, but cornier than I would like. Um, I want more, like, spices and herby flavors and shit in this beer, and not corn. Um, so I'm going to give it a 5-7, and I'm also going to do a friend recommendation. Uh, Mary would probably like this. You know, she likes saisons. So. Uh, I recommend mine to Mary. <laughs> so there you go. Sam? Um, You've taken the two people who like salads. Yeah, so now who are you going to recommend it to? Yeah, so uh, I had Rocket Pop Sour from Drecker. Um, is this supposed to be a fart sound? Is that what the... Yeah. Maybe. It might have just lost the point. Um, <laughs> 6.5% ABV. Uh, I don't really like this, um, probably because it's a sour and I don't like sours. And, uh, every now and then I'll ha- have a sour that goes, okay, I get it. But um, this isn't it. Um, it's too much fruit while also not tasting good. Um and I feel like it's going to give me a hangover because it's kind of sugary. Um, and uh, I'll recommend this to Tyler so that when he has it, he can recommend it to Mary. <laughs> like this. It's like the uh, six degrees of separation. Yeah. Do you know what you're having next week? Um, depends who we have on. Sick. Yeah. All right. Well, Ginsburgs, thanks for being around. Enjoy the time with uh, parents slash in-laws. Uh, yeah, she'll do her best. <laughs> um, listener, you know, only a couple more episodes till we got to do 500, and I'm pretty sure Tub Thumping is still the top-rated suggestion. Oh, uh, you should say... Um, I already forget what your suggestion was. Sex had a suggestion. She had a... Two, two, suggestion suge- two suggested worse. one that was one that's terrible, but, and we can talk <laughs> about it anyway. Uh, and one one that I think is another contender. Um, so one is stealing an idea from a YouTube series called Funnel Caking, which is just where you funnel a beer and eat cake and see if they pair well together. Oh, uh, and I think we should not do that. Yeah, um, it's actually a pretty funny video. But, I haven't funneled a beer since I was seventeen. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not good to do. Yeah. The other one is flying you out here and going to Zach's apartment and recording an episode live in front of most of our fan base, a.k.a. Top Gun. And that would actually be pretty fun. So um, those are, I, I would say those are our top two. All right. Well, listener, if you think you can beat that, email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet it us at BruceDayTuesday. Comment on the links at BruceDayTuesday.com. Don't let us keep you down. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your matters. For like three minutes. Sure. <laughs> it's corn. <laughs>